Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 210 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Psalm chapter 23 today and our focus is on if God is our shepherd, do we have free will? And also, what does it mean that God prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies? So, some big, big topics today in a big, big psalm. One of the uh, most famous and well-known of all of the Old Testament passages. I do want to invite you to check out our website at Bible2021.com, Bible2021.com. That is a great way to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. So Psalm 23 is a short psalm, but sweeter than honey and packed just to the gills with deep goodness. Even as a kid, I knew Psalm 23 and found it comforting. And as I get older, uh, I think the comfort grows in my depth of understanding into the shepherding of God over my life seems to grow as well, although I don't pretend to fully understand it. So what does it mean that God shepherds us? It's really one of the biggest questions of all that gets into sovereignty and free will and predestination of all of those kind of things. But the metaphor itself helps us to understand the answer. God watches over our lives and tends to our lives very much like a shepherd watches over and tends to his sheep. Now, I believe that God's watch care goes further and deeper than the care of even the best human shepherd over his sheep, but the analogy does help us to understand better God's particular providence and his care in his shepherding of us. Now, C.S. Lewis is one of my favorite Christian writers, maybe my overall favorite Christian writer, and he uh, discusses friendship in his book, The Four Loves, and in it, he kind of gives an insight into a bit of how God shepherds us. And while the particular context is friendship, you can hear what Lewis said and apply it to God shepherding of us in every facet of our life. So Lewis says, in friendship, we think we have chosen our friends. In reality, a few years difference in the date of our births, a few more miles between certain houses, the choice of one University instead of another, posting to different regiments in the military, different jobs, the accident uh, of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting, any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of the ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to the disciples, you did not choose me, but I have chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, you've not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship is not a reward for our discrimination and good taste in finding one another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each the beauties of all the others. They are no greater than the beauties of a thousand other men, but By friendship, God opens our eyes to them. They are, like all beauties, derived from him, and then, in a good friendship, increased by him through the friendship itself, so that it is his instrument for creating as well as for revealing. At this feast, it is he who has spread the board, and it is he who has chosen the guests. So, 
that's a discussion of a particular topic that really helps us to understand God's shepherding overall. And you might, upon hearing something like that, say, wait a minute, God didn't choose my friends. I chose my friends. And so you have, but it is God who has shepherded over that choice with his sovereign providence. Now, that doesn't rob you of free will, but I will say, and I hope you don't take it too hard, There is a far greater power in the universe than your free will or my free will, and that is the sovereign providence of the Lord our shepherd. In two different places in his writings, one fictional and one nonfiction, Lewis discusses the sovereign shepherding of God and contrasts it with chance, free will, and happenstance. Consider what he wrote to one of his doctor friends in one of his letters. He says, suppose that a character in a novel gets killed in a railway accident. Is his death due to chance, for example, the signals being wrong, or is his death due to the novelist? Well, of course, the answer is both. The chance is the way the novelist removes the character at the exact moment his story requires. But who did the removing? Well, the novelist did. Lewis continues, there's a good line in Spencer to quote to oneself. It chanced, parentheses, almighty God, that chance did guide. Well, that's a good way of thinking about it, right? Or consider the conversation between Shasta, the friendly horse, and Aslan, the lion, who represents Jesus and and Lewis's Narnia books, as Aslan explains the various things that has happened to the horse over the course of the book, The Horse and His Boy. Over and over, Aslan the Lion, again standing in for Jesus, had intervened in Shasta's adventures in a way that the horse had not understood or comprehended could be connected in any way, shape, or form, but it turns out it was Aslan behind each incident, guiding the horse and his boy to right where he was supposed to be. Aslan, in the book, says, I was the lion who forced you to join with Erebus. I was the cat who comforted you among the houses of the dead. I was the lion who drove the jackals from you while you slept. I was the lion who gave the horses the new strength of fear for the last mile so that you could reach King Loon in time. And I was the lion you do not remember who pushed the boat in which you lay, a child near death, so that it came near to shore where a man sat, wakeful at midnight, to receive you. Then it was you who wounded Erebus, said Shasta. It was I. But what for? Child, said Aslan. I am telling you your story, not hers. I tell no one any story but his own. So it is that, similarly, God shepherds our life in every detail, his sovereignty overarching our choices, his sovereign shepherding leading us to where he would have us go as we make real and genuine and unforced choices along the way. And of course, those few words of explanation are hardly enough to discuss such a massive topic, but hopefully they will do for now. Well, if my voice will hold up, I'm still fighting a little bug here. Let's read our psalm, and then we will consider one other important thing. Psalm chapter 23, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. A psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, 
My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Amen. One other thing about this psalm. Note that God is with us through the valley of the shadow of death, and that he also leads us beside still and calm waters. He renews our life and refreshes us and also prepares a meal for us right in the midst of our enemies. Now, I find this psalm very comforting and very genuine. Sometimes in life, we will go through the darkest and most terrifying valleys. And anybody who tells you that God will protect you from going through the darkest of places is lying. He will lead us through those places. We go through them. He is with us. Yes. He leads us through peaceful and calm rivers of life, but he also doesn't keep our enemies from coming near us. Indeed, even when they surround us and threaten us, he's shepherding us, feeding us, caring for us. We will have tribulation, as Jesus says, but he will be with us all the while. Praise be to the name of our great shepherd. Well, let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of July. It is Luke six forty-seven through 48 Jesus said, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.